We'll go live in five seconds. Three, two. Why, why are we here and why do we die? Why are our cities all gentrified and why do blacks still gotta struggle to survive? It's ludicrous, corruption covens ain't new to this Started off when the plagues had hit and the bodies of the less fortunate Started soaking on the royal furnaces They stealing money out of everybody and all the single mother's purses It's a shame to me to see these boys out in the streets with slanging dope so they can eat while sending waited on Hands and feet the saints in it that breathe poverty And gave that same dope to the teens in the streets in the 70s So, you want that? Just chew on that. I'm cooking up some food for thought, so just sit back, relax, and chew on that. Chew it. Just chew on that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chew, aka Mr. Chew on that. And you know we have another banging episode coming on tonight. But before we get into the episode, before we get into all that, you know who I am, man. I'm Mr. Slap Your Great, Great great grandmother if you see it on the mug you see it on the mug you know what i'm saying listen today is monday august the 9th of 2021 and i am appalled and shocked at how many people are still sheeps in this society they have literally drunk in the kool-aid ladies and gentlemen and we cannot save all these negroes um, and when I say Negroes, I'm not talking uh, social, economic, uh, racial status. I'm talking about idiots. Um, anyway, for those who push hatred towards other human beings, uh, no matter their skin color, size, race, um, weight, or other preferences... <laughs> Something is extremely wrong with you, and you need to look in the mirror and get yourself together. Um, listen, you know what segment I like to do when we come on this show? It is books, business, and current events. I'm going to start off with some current events real quick, and then I'm going to do my books so that way we don't uh, do real time for the sake of the topic. There was a recent study done. A lot of people don't know this. I will be releasing these documents to whoever goes to trueradio.net becomes a member today you will be seeing by friday a new page that will be added on there called um exclusive vip documents only members of the website can get those we have about 74 members on our website so that's pretty cool 
Um, and I'm going to release that the FBI, along with three other alphabet agencies, have done an internal private investigation of the CDC and the medical reporting field to find out that in the United States of America, 4.5 million people have caught what they call COVID-19 and all the different variants and whatever else, right? But only 512,000 of them have died and their death was classified as a COVID-19 death. But 80% of those deaths were falsified. Hmm. Hmm. And of the actual deaths of people that died, 75% of those were fully vaccinated with no underlying conditions. Hmm. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to throw the actual facts out there. Um, I encourage everyone to go to cdc.gov. And just read what they say about themselves. Just please, just read. I'm not inspiring you or telling you not to do whatever you want. Um, I look at it like this. If people have sexual orientation uh, freedom, I should have vaccination freedom. I shouldn't have to get a card due to my choice. We are in a liberated, alleged liberated country, right? So I have a freedom of choice, allegedly. So, um, yeah, so that just that just blew my mind on the current events. Also, um, another current event that I want to talk about is that the 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 wealth of black people in the United States of America went from two point six trillion to two point nine trillion. Round of applause for growth. Round of applause for growth. But uh, the rich got richer and the poor got poorer. Just wanted to throw that statistic out there for those who was, <laughs> was looking for it. Um, there's a serious issue. My, my heart is heavy because um, some events that happened over the weekend. You know, when you do a lot of real activism work, you're not just pointing the finger at the system. You're also pointing the finger at people uh, within the community that you really want to help clean out because they are holding our people bound. Um, so... Um, anyway, I just, it's hard, man, because you get hatred and you have to point the finger on both sides as well as your own self-reflection. Um, because first comes to the teacher, then the student. Um, but students know that when the student is ready, the teacher shall appear. So if you feel like you're lacking mentorship, leadership, or guidance in your life, it's because you haven't humbled yourself enough to receive it. Anyway, moving on. Let's go to books and business, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone knows that I love to go to the website, unitedblacklibrary.com. Um, they have all the books that I always say. They have them on PDF, ebook. You can actually buy the hardback and they'll mail it to you of these books. Um, one of the books that I want is... I uh, want you guys to go to that website and look up is the Willie Lynch Letters and the Making of a Slave. The next book is The Destruction of Black Civilization. Um, the next book I want you to get is The Federalist Papers, The New Constitution. Um, and the last book I want you to get from that website is An Introduction to Constitutional Law, 
the 100 Supreme Court cases everyone should know. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, study the law, know the law. Just want to say that this episode is sponsored by Habits 365. You go to their website, type in Mr. Randy Chu. That's M-R-R-A-N-D-Y-C-H-O-O. You get 15% off of any purchase you do. They also have a special under that code. You buy one, you get one half off. Shout out to the other uh, brand that I'm getting paid to write their stuff. Um, beautiful. If you follow me on Instagram, you see the lion on the pinky. Yes, you know, I actually had a lion pinky ring um, at a celebrity uh, boat party um, for a charity event that happened locally. And um, I was standing, you know, looking over at the water and it slipped off my hand, went into the water. Um, there's a such thing called jewelry insurance. Um, you call that. I called that people and they sent me this one free of charge. Yes. So there is ways. So why people are out there spending money on jewelry? I'm getting paid to wear mine. Wow. There's always ways to make money out here in these United States of America. You can always get your federal notes from somewhere while they last at a nation near you. Um, lastly, my big bro, Zoe Williams, is about 90% done with his book. Um, those who are actual authors understand the process can be strenuous. He's in the editing process. They're almost finished the last couple of chapters editing. Once it's edited, they send it off. They make copies of the book. And then they, um, they um, you can pick it up, bro. And um, they send it off. And when Zoe gets it, then he will let everyone know who has pre-ordered. And they will get their books first. And everyone else can purchase it. But the book is the third book in his series. The first book is called The Relationship Dismount. How to Stick the Landing After Exiting a Toxic Relationship. Um, that is a very powerful book. The second book is The Holographic Relationship. Oftentimes in relationships, we point the finger at the other person instead of looking in the mirror. <sighs> Lastly, and I cannot wait for this book to come out because there has been so many people doing relationship talks that have you capitulating to what the system wants you to define as a real man and a real woman. But Zoe Williams, like none other, always keeps things on the scientific, spiritual side of the game when it comes to relationships. This book, The Shrouded Lighthouse, go to theshroudedlighthouse.com to order the book. Listen, this is, is so in-depth. But I'm going to play a clip real quick to show you one of the things that he's going to be talking about in that book. And it's called A Situation Shift, ladies and gentlemen, by Zoe Williams. You, you've heard of the term situation shift. I've taken it and, and made it something different. The situation shifts that we find ourselves in have the power to cause us to shift our perspective either for good or for bad. When we shift for good, we've taken accountability of what we've been through, how we've been hurt, unhealed trauma. That causes us to shift in consciousness. So situation 
shifts can be very beneficial, right? If you're learning. Most people do not enter a relationship to find out what's wrong with themselves. Most people are looking for relationships to bring ease and peace, but that is only half of the coin. You're a co-creator of this relationship experience you're currently in, and that's why a situation shift has a Yes. The situation shift, ladies and gentlemen. The situation shift. I love it so, so much. Anyway, listen, you know we are here, and I have a full panel tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You guys are really, 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 really going to love everything we're doing tonight. So without further ado, let me introduce the panel, and then we're going to go into the next segment of said show. You know, obviously... The other host of True Radio, Mr. Grantastic. Hey, y'all, peeps. It's your boy, Mr. Grantastic, a.k.a. Negro Suave, a.k.a. Smooth Criminal, <laughs> a.k.a. Can you chew woo-woo? Can you chew woo-woo? In season two. One uh, time. Can you chew woo-woo? What? In season two. Who raised you? Yo, so listen, we have the lovely co-host... I A. Wow. Oh, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet Succulent ribs and back rubs. I A. Talk to the people. I'm, I'm happy to be back. Um, eternal audience in the house. I got theme music now. You got theme music. Yeah. Nice, nice. And I had fantastic. Can, can we turn it? Let me mute you. Okay. And I also have uh, the former co-host of True Radio who comes and swings by from time to time to show us some love. And that is none other than Christopher, Christopher J. J. A.K.A. Mr. Skirt. Skirt. A.K.A. I ain't got as many names as them. But A.K.A. Mr. <laughs> I'm Hill. <laughs> oh, I'm Hill. that? Listen. So tonight's topic is going to be a banger. Um, I just want to say this, that, um, but oh, not, actually, I'm going to save what I'm about to say, because we're about to dive into a segment of the show that I love a lot. And without further ado, it's Chew or Choke. Oh, everybody, you know what time it is. It is Chew or Choke, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we give you topics and you let us know how you really feel. So, folks, you already know the drill. So we give you the topics. You let us know if you like or agree. You're going to hit Chew. You can type that in the chat. Follow along with us or take a picture make a little Chew or Choke sign. Put that up as well. If you disagree or you dislike a particular statement or topic we bring up, you're going to hit that choke. All right. That's what it is about. So it's a chew or choke where you can chew on that or choke on these topics. topics. All right, ladies and gents. So it's lit. Been a, it, is, it is lit. It's been an interesting week. So on a chew or choke, we actually had some contradicting statements. So we let's see how those go. And we got some couple interesting relationship stuff, you know, some little psychological things as well. So let's dive into this one, ladies and gents. All right, so our first one from Little Duval. Little Duval. Oh, Lord. All right. So his little statement over the weekend, y'all. So he said, understand not 
Understand your partner, son. Understand your partner's love language. I put a water in the freezer for my old lady, and I got a better reaction from her from that than when I bought her flowers. So, how do y'all feel about that? You gotta dive in and just completely understand your partner's love language. Is that gonna be more important than any of the other things we said before? Panel, how y'all feel about that? Whew, the little the little things matter more than the the traditional society things oh man you getting closer to the top <laughs> um, 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 um. Okay. Can, can, can you repeat so so little duval was basically saying to it's important to understand your partner's love language basically saying he put uh his wife prefers frozen water he put that in the freezer he said he got a better reaction from her out of putting water in the freezer than from buying roses as your traditional societal you know dating practices so how do y'all feel is it better to focus on the love language and the small details or do you still do those things that you know like the roses the chocolate the diamonds what do you think is going on you know Little book, you all say focus on torn in between the two. Cause I really want to be with you. Choo, choo, choo. <laughs> yeah, okay, right, so, so, so you have to learn your person, man. Everybody speaks a different language. Learn your person's language, that's how communication exists. Mm. I mean, I, 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 there was a point in time where I, I was dating someone and I like to do the whole buying flowers and not have a reason for it, but <laughs> I had to sit down with my person and they were just like, I mean, I want to. See the point in buying flowers, they're just gonna die anyway. So I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna get something that's gonna last a long time. Okay, okay. They sell flowers now that that last you like for a year. That's another. I mean, it wasn't necessarily 2021. You know, that was the past. Oh, GMO flowers (laughs) (laughs) all the modified flowers. Leave us. Leave us. Did you say you said you were chill guy? I said both because I think I think. For me personally, I'm an acts of service in case anybody's listening, you know, take note. I'm an acts of service. Um, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm an acts of service um, individual, but but I, I think all the above, you know, you the the other term that people forget is, um, I don't know if you heard, love tank on full, which means, yes, you have your primary love languages, but to have a full tank, all of those all of those languages should be fulfilled and and it depends on your person like you know um like you said but that being said uh i think why limit yourself find out what your person likes and then give them a little bit more it's true i say do both um it's the small things and the big things that count in relationship um i think we have been socialized to think it's either or um and i think to each his own. It all depends on what helps the relationship flow. Um, and in some cases, I know some men who have uh, significant others or wives um, that don't like flowers and the big stuff. They rather you take care of the small stuff, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So it all depends. So I know for me, it's 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 both. Okay, got to do both. I'm a type of person where. Um, I'll, I'll send you flowers just because even though I know they're going to die and all that stuff. No shot at Christopher J. It's not like seriously. It's not. Yeah, but I do that because I no. <laughs> we're not because, dating anymore. <laughs> because because to me, to me, seriously, I think sending flowers is the most retarded thing in the world. But um, I'd rather buy you a garden. 
Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a whole different mm-hmm. that's, that's a whole different level of But um that that way you can pick a flower whatever you whenever you want to. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, yeah, that's my thoughts on it, uh, Grantastic. Right, I can kind of see both points. Let's can you go, smoke a bag of that? I can smoke a little bag of that. Let's go to the... Hey, people that's, that's watching, the comment comment in the comment section. Um, don't forget, if you are new, uh, we have a lot of ninja watchers, which means they watch it and they don't subscribe to the channel. Please subscribe to the channel. Subscribe, 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 subscribe to Please. all platforms, True Radio. Like Thank you very much. Like this episode, share it. Please subscribe. But comment below. Do you like the, the little things or the big things in relationships? And why? Even if we're past the segment, we'll still bring it up if we have time towards the end of the show. Grantastic. Go ahead. I tell you. All right. So let's go to the other side of Another that particular one. coin. So who is this from? This is from Ikili Karim Dahili. I don't know. I'm just trying to give props to him. You speaking Arabic over there? Yeah, I feel Hello, Wakba. All right. So pretty much the theme of the theme of her statement was, uh, "What is your favorite passive aggressive action?" Yay! So her her comment is this: <laughs> F love languages. Do you communicate by slamming cabinets or silently doing the dishes? So this is kind of the, on the other side of the coin. Is their statement was F the love languages? Do you communicate by slamming cabinets or silently washing the dishes? So this is the thing is like passive aggression action. Is is this an important thing to know about somebody? How they passively aggressive do something around the house? Wow, we can go in the same order, Christopher J I A than than myself. Uh. Is, is it important to, to, to learn that? And yeah, know that? so two of you think F the language, let me also know how you perk out, perk out passive aggressively do stuff. Uh, all right, so I'm guessing it's true on that. I mean, I, I this feel, is every, how you feel. Everyone, I feel like everybody has something, a little niche. Yeah. Me, uh, I definitely do the silent treatment because uh, until you're actually ready to discuss, like, obviously what's upsetting one another. I'm just nah. I'm, I'm gonna just be quiet. When you're ready to talk about that, that's important. Then then we can talk. But other than that, I'm gonna just go handle whatever it is that I know I need to do. It could be the dishes. You know what I'm saying? I could. I might need to go run some errands. I don't know. But just I'm not finna talk to you right now until you're ready to talk about that. <laughs> that's what's up. It's better to, better to do that than say some stuff I don't mean. Yeah, yeah. How you feel? Um, I most definitely a stonewaller. Um. But I try to break. I'm trying to break out of that. That's actually a really bad habit. Oh, okay. But it's it's hard because <laughs> there's the opposite. There's the rage. You don't want you know. Uh oh. You don't want that. You don't want the rage. <laughs> you don't want the rage. So I put me on the couch with her. <laughs> yes, I did. I'll, I'll say this. It, it takes me. It takes a lot for me to get to rage point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do feel more to combat issues. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, this is crazy. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yo, so I've evolved a lot. Oh my goodness, just thinking about this. I would honestly say um, I would have the conversation. Like, I, No, let me say, let me speak in the present tense, like what I actually do. I have the conversation and then um i'll continue doing whatever i was doing before the incident or whatever happened um but i will have the look on my face like hey yo <laughs> don't play with your boy you know what i'm saying <laughs> but yo yeah i got i 
listen, you can't be, you can't, you got to be a thug and a gangster to be around me. So it ain't like my wife's sweet. Ain't nothing sweet over there. You know what I'm saying? So when you got two, when you got two thugs going at each other, you know, but we, we, we've evolved and we learned that talking even, yo, I was so proud of myself. One time I said, you know what? Can we just not continue the conversation because I can feel myself getting upset and it's going to create an unhealthy environment. So let's just come back when everything can be healthy. Yo, that takes a lot for a man to get to. And I'm proud of myself. That's why I said that. I don't do that all the time. Let's, <laughs> let's not let's not cap like I do that 90% of the time. I do that about 35% of the time, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I think I think I think for me it's just I give you the look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you gotta know your favorite passive aggressive action. Wait, hold up, Grand Test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been trying to get away with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, go ducking. ahead, talk I've just to been it. Hosting. No, 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 host. No, you What's your answer? You ducking rip. Actually, I do think it's probably it, it is important to know the passive aggressive action. Um, yeah, I'm definitely. I, I think for what have I have evolved to with my wife and I think it's an unspoken thing we just really legit don't go to bed mad because it's just like alright what yeah. one of us gotta like talk about this That's great. and we'll be up to like 4 or 5 in the morning and be like look like we gotta get this out I think once we know yeah. but then there also I think about it <laughs> that's then where we got to but I'm remembering the stage before Okay, it's like emails from her uh oh or like a, a lesson amount of butt slaps during the day from me like that that's okay. really how we know we mad at each other if i get an email and she don't get like 45 butt slaps in a day that's how we know someone's mad <laughs> at each other in this household <laughs> and she'll turn around and be like really nigga? like like all right it's been like 40 like 43 wow. last wow. two. so yeah the butt so. slaps are important like if they go missing i'll tell you I, I didn't realize i like, love smack Hey, <laughs> I didn't realize that counts. You got hit that daily average. You start Let's, slipping on that daily average. Listen. Like, what bitch is getting that ass slap if it ain't? Where's that 45 per day? <laughs> you about 36. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, All right. Man. So let's go into this next one where let, 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 let's put this back on. Fellas, okay. Is, we need y'all pay attention to some things. All right, here. So, where does come from? Sammy always. I like the way you look, look at, at me. me. Uh, and Sammy's putting out some heat, baby. Here's his yeah. statement of the week. It says, fellas, if you're talking to a woman and she does not ask you what color when she goes to get her nails done, She's just not that into you. What? <laughs> Again, I say unto thee, fellas, if you are talking to a woman and she does not ask you what color, when she goes to get her nails done, she's just can, can, not can we, that into you. Can we start over here and then go this way real quick? Let's go. Let's go. That's female behavior. For a man to 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 like that's too much, bro. It's twenty twenty one. Who cares about that? A like I care about do. the I care about if it looks good on you or not. But I'm just saying to like try to control it that much though. Like she can't have no type of creativity on her own and say, "Hey, babe, I wanted to surprise you. Look at these." Like nothing. Like no, you gotta go and get what I say. You gotta go. Like who is he? Okay. I, 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 <laughs> was he? Was he? I, I turn on the nail. 
I don't get it. I, what's up? How you, how you take it? Think the whole statement is silly. People are silly. Um, I'm very girly, so I'll be like, I'm gonna get my nails done. What should I get? So I think it's funny because like some of the macho dudes be like, Oh, get that pink, you know, get 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 that certain color, but as a suggestion, so on, as a get, suggestion, but can I get, ask a question? Yeah, yeah, do you actually get the color though? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. See, that's what I'm saying. I hate answer, but I'll consider. I'll consider. <laughs> I might walk. I'll be like, well, what do you think about blue? I th- I'm thinking blue this time, you know? Um, wow. She's walking back to the color she wanted. Yeah, we'll walk it back. But I mean, I'll, I'll say this. It's kind of like it's kind of like a fun game to me because like I like seeing real macho dudes really get into like the nail polish color. Oh, you're going to do a design this time. I think it's more comical. So I'm really doing it for shits and giggles. Okay. Yeah. Christopher Jay, what do you feel, sir? I think it's it's a little over excessive. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm, Y'all don't I'm, care. I'm, I'm a very I'm a, I'm a very I'm a very attentive individual. Okay. I like what I like. You know what I'm saying? So if you are asking for my opinion, I'm glad he shared my opinion. However, I'm not about to say no ill stuff like that as if I'm I'm forcefully uh, needing validation. If you don't if you don't let me in on it, then something's up. Nah. It, Go get your nails. That's, that's yeah, your spot time. Go yeah, get you, boo boo. Yeah. Now, if you ask me, and you really want to know what I want, yeah, I'll tell you what color you, looks good you, on you, you. If someone pays attention, it sounds like kind of like you have moments where you're like, "Hey, girl, I think you would look. I, I want you to get this color." In those, mo- you had those yeah. spontaneous moments. That's am I re- am I reading what you're saying yeah. right? No, yeah, yeah, without question. Be- I mean, and I a was, but it doesn't need to be obligation. Yeah, that's what that's that's. Yeah, I, think that's I feel like I'm like being Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't think it that deep. I, I didn't think it was that deep. Yeah. I didn't no, think like, so either. I, I, I think like, it's I, fun. I, but if someone I mean, needs that, that's a problem. I mean, if he's paying for it, I'll still. Job. It's still yep. a suggestion. That's what I'm saying. I think, yo, but that's that's how society has us so like mentally yep. messed up. Y'all ready to fight? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just like everything is just like so deep. Yeah, but go ahead, Grantastic. I mean, the only thing is actually, you know, something I I mess with it. I chew with it. So I'm not thinking that deep into it as I think y'all did. I I don't and that and Nelly kind of I mean was, I gave a point of which like is she gonna do it or not? That part that's what I'm saying. That part never happened. Like my wife would be like, "Hey babe, I'm thinking about this color. Oh yeah, that's cool. That is when the conversation ends and whatever color she comes back with is nothing we discussed because when she went there she thought she wanted the olive green and was like, mm, "No, that's not the season. Let me go with this lime green." <laughs> And that's the thing. I just think that if a woman even wants to ask you, it's just like a cute thing. I don't yeah, think it's like it's not exactly. like because at the end of the day, they're never going. I have never said, babe, I really think the plums is rocking right now. And she came back with plum. First of all, I never said the plum is not plum, in the season. Plum, 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 Second of all, it's just like whatever. She gonna do what she gonna do anyway. Right. Okay. right. I, I might I might go in with plum and walk out with turquoise. That's why I said. So that's why I think it was a cute gesture of like just. It's like, oh, I just want to know if you're even going to lie to me in, like, a correct way. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't even know sometimes. Lie to me in a correct way. That's gangster. Yeah, that's it. It's like, oh, baby. So so you're admitting fellas do like to be lied to. Okay, thank you. Thank you for coming. I like to. I just Listen. said that's the, the little game in that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. It's about to get spicy tonight. Okay. Go ahead, Greg. There, there's just a couple of things that people say that they want, but you know, 
There be there be some incongruence, you know. Uh. I mean, that's cool. That's just you know, a little cat and mouse. But let's, let's go to another game. Yeah. All right. Okay. At the kid Gooey. Go ahead, Sir Watson. It's okay. Well, here's another statement from the kid. It's okay. So actually, it's going to it's going to bring some more spice. We're getting ready for that paprika right now. Okay. Right. Okay. So his statement okay. is: It's okay for women to shoot their shot at a man. Actually, women have more accurate shot when DMing a man than a man DMing a woman. Um, so, what? how do y'all feel about that? So he said it's okay for women to shoot their shot at a man. The end. Specifically, DMing. The end. Um, actually, women have a more accurate shot when DMing <sighs> than a man has DMing a woman, just sparking up a relationship. So, and also with this, let me add to that. Actually, no. Uh, y'all want me to add what happened in the comments? Or you want to know that after? After. That's yeah, fine. Okay, we'll talk about the comments after. Okay, so... How y'all feel about that? We're going to go to regular... Actually, no, IA is passionate right now. Let her yes. go, then Grantastic, then... I mean, then uh, Christopher J, then I will go. What is this grooming that's going on in society? Like, when did fellas get so meek? And this is another way to Make be sure like... y'all comment below while she's talking. This is another way for fellas to be like, I can't take rejection. So, y'all ladies, go ahead. Go ahead and take everything on until we say stop. No, I'm against that. That's against my Ten Commandments and religion. Like, no. Wow. Shoot your shot. Wow. Shoot your shot. You want a feminine woman? A lot of y'all complaining about that? Shoot your shot. Wow. Christopher J. Oh, the number to dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. We are accepting callers this entire show. The entire show. So please call in. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, comment below. But the number to dial is 516-531-9828. We are accepting callers. And please comment below, like, and in, interact with us because this is going to be some juicy stuff. Christopher J, go ahead. So, in regards to the actual question, I'm gonna say chew on that because mm. he said he said uh, is for a female to jump into a man's DM is it more accurate than a male jumping into a female? Mm. You get a more accurate shot that way. What man, unless he is a homosexual, is going to turn down a woman going smack at him? Mm. Unless he's you know grotesque or 300 plus pounds, and in that case, then what you need to do? No, I'm not saying that. I have a question. 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 I have a if that's the case, women, women, I feel like you got a lot of women that want to have like oh equal rights or women want to be empowered. Like who's gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shoot, I'm not gonna stop you from speaking your mind. If you like what you like, go ahead and let it be known. Now, am I saying you, you're gonna be the one to lead everything? Oh, no, nah, not at all. But you verbalizing your interest, I don't see, I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, the moment that an interest is has been made. And then I go ahead and I exercise. Okay, there's a mutual interest. All right, cool. Mm. Then we can go ahead mm. and go tit for tat. At that point, it's going to be a learning thing. But just because you jump out there first, that doesn't mean anything. You potentially potentially could have saw me, and I didn't see you. Mm. And and that's okay. Mm. I you want to respond to that real quick before we give it to Grantastic? Um, I'm sticking to what I said. I think that I've had I've had fellas say like, you know, if a woman shoots their shot first, like it's fun, but they're not taking that seriously. Like 
you know, they lose interest. I know guys were like, they sometimes they can't even explain it. They lose interest. Like, oh yeah, she looks good. I'll bang her. I'll smash. Well, that that how someone how someone expressing an interest has nothing to do with their intentions. If if you got a man who's gonna who wants to do good, he's gonna do good regardless of who said hi first. Mm. I, I hear you. I, okay. I don't I mean, know. That means I don't ears know. Work. That's, that's, that's good. Okay. I mean, <laughs> but, what 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 my ears are doing and what's happening in reality are two different things. What's happening so. to other people? Or are we talking about you? Because I'm not going to categorize. So I'm not going to sit here and create a statistic. I, it's not. It's not happening to me. I don't shoot my shots. So it's happening to people. Mr. Randy, so you have you have anything to add on the comment? Um, I don't. I mean, I've been out the game for like 14 years, bro. It's oh, okay. Good. You know what I'm saying? You're, no you're no All right. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this. That that, that statistically <laughs> speaking, that 17% of the men are the ones that pursue women. Um, and 15% of the men are smashing 90% of the women. So there's a majority, blackdemographics.org, uh, research that has been done for over 30 plus years by black women. Um, that have all the statistics of all the races, but they highlight black in there so you can see it. Blackdemographics.org, ran by black women. Um, so they the 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 reason why they cap they brung that into realization is that um, we've been socialized to accept people at a certain um, status level instead of the actual character and intention of their heart. Um, and so that's why I bring that into play because that's going to play a vital role into tonight's topic but yeah that's all i had to add i do um, want to say one more thing miss I, I i'm not opposed to a male i'm old school so i'm not opposed to the male being the one doing the pursuing what i'm saying is the same way that we have to be understanding and and be able to adapt to the changes i'm not going to shift or change or act like i don't have an interest if i see someone and they jump out there and they slid in my dms they could have noticed me like i said before i noticed them and if I'm genuinely interested. I'm going to pursue. Mm. That's not going to change. I'll still do the pursuing as a man should. I, and I feel like yeah. that's you're, you're bred from from those principles. I'm still bred from those principles. But again, so you're saying that I'm not going to judge it from who said hi. So first. based upon the question that I'm that I'm trying to recollect, just want to make um, it's saying who initiates first contact. Yes. It has nothing to do with pursuit. No, it's just who's like initiating contact. Initiating contact. Okay, because that's you. what like okay, when he was saying like sliding into DMs is more like. Not really how the relationship's after, but the accuracy of like, if a woman DMs a man, there's going to be more of a chance of a response back. I'm not going. I'm not going. That's probably I mean, true. Like, that's probably true. Oh, not to cut you off, I'm not going to cap. The reason what what made me pursue Mrs. Curtis is the fact that she didn't come to me. Mm-hmm. I had groupies because I was in a celebrity status mm-hmm. and was around a bunch of you doing my thing, and I had a bunch of groupies, and she was the only one that never approached me and i was like oh she different you feel me and that you know yeah that that really got my attention so i'm just saying i, I i'm gonna say like no matter how many things how how much things change a right, lot you can a call lot into the show the tonight if you want to a lot stays the same so um i feel like uh, yeah there's this new age thing and people are talking about equal rights but let's keep it funky like we like a lot of the things that our grandma and grandpops like, whether whether things are shifting or not. Like I think I think some of us do. I, I think I think some of us who still have that um, have a foundation do. It's a lot of people I, a, that 
don't have the same foundations as the, as the collective that we have in this in the studio right now like i've like doing like personal coaching of people and mentoring uh and just like counseling and all that like i really am shocked at how many parents have failed i would just leave it at that until later on in the topic but it's been a lot of failure um and and a lack of growth uh because we live in a society today where everyone is okay with being a victim instead of a victor and so they they use the vic the victimhood as a crutch to not grow or elevate or become the person that uh, to have the character that they should you know oh i went through this in my childhood so this is why i do this mm -hmm. to these individuals no that's a crutch mm -hmm. and you don't want to grow yeah. um you know that kind that kind of thing so i i I agree. I agree with with what both of them say. What the comments say. Talk to me. Okay. So, from at Alicia, women should be able to shoot their shot, but some men are intimidated by women initiating a man. Whoa! So that, that, that was her. What she wanted to bring to Whoa. the conversation. Wow! I can't. I, I don't have an answer to that because it's only uh, it's only three things that has ever intim intimidated me in my entire life. So I, and it had nothing to do with a woman. So I don't, I don't, I can't respond to that. I wish some not, some modern men would call in or comment below to right uh, um, to to talk about. I said modern modern men so, um, so, to talk about uh, said topic. Speaking of the topic, so I mean the comments. Let's go into the comments of that particular post. Okay, go so, ahead. So I saw the post. And I was like, okay, this will be good, kind of. And I looked in the comments. What I was surprised to see, actually, a lot of women said they actually DM'd or hit their husband up first. Whoa, what? Husband. Really? Yeah, a lot. Really? And, wow. and one of those women wow. was my wife. Wow. So, like I said, I met my wife you know, on a on a dating um, on a dating app, and she actually hit me up first before anything. Wow, I think that's different though. I went when you first said it. I I was thinking like social media, but like on a dating app, it's like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's to me kind of standard. You could, you could send a like or say hello. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. I've heard it both ways. And that's yeah, and, and that's why I, I was actually surprised of the number of uh, women who were in the comments of that particular post that said that that they did the same thing. Of even if it was just like, hey, you know how you were doing, but and they were kind of explaining more as if. It was like they said hello first, like what you said, uh, Mr. J over there. And then, yeah, he pursued. He did what he had to do, but I said hello first. Um, so I, I kind of see where, I, like, everyone's coming on both ends. But, I, you know, I, I do have to go with the fact of, like, hey, women, if you want to shoot your shot, say hello first. I mean, that's it, it can work. Now, do you have to put on the weight on the relationship and pursue? My personal opinion is wow. no, but you know that yeah. goes to that. That is to you know it is to you know, and that and that's why I love um, having a lot of on the panel because you get it's like um, you get different perspectives mm -hmm. um, that fit to a, a bunch of people. It's what seven, eight trillion people <laughs> on the planet. Like yeah. there's millions of people that agree with someone's perspective. Yeah. Like no matter what. You know, and I like I said before, to each his own. Yeah. Like you have a success story about that, but someone else might have a horror story. Mm -hmm. You know, right. and mm -hmm. me, I was opposite. Yeah. You know, and you know, Christopher J and I had they have their personal experience with that stuff as well, and their personal standards with that stuff as well. But hey, at the end of the day, man, for me personally, I just I just um 
I'm going to actually break down why people say me personally. I actually talked to an English <coughs> professor about that, and I'm going to have him come on the show. And we're going to have a dialogue about that. But uh, anyway, um, they broke things over there. Yeah, and I mean, he he showed me some research all the way back to like the 1800s. Like, okay. so it was some it's some depth to why people say it. I still disagree with it, mm-hmm. but I can't disagree with facts. I mean, at the end of the day, my feelings are irrelevant when facts are presented. So, um, but. I still want to have the dialogue though. Oh, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, to each his own, man. I mean, at the end of the day, um, time changes, and so do people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, hey, you know, message. That's all I gotta say. Any more chua chokes or? Uh, that's it. I'm good. Okay. Listen, what we're Ow. what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick two point two, and when we come back. We are going to dive into said topic that I'm not going to introduce right now because IA was the one who came up with the topic, and she's going to introduce it to you guys. When we come back, we'll be right back after this quick 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats. Murph, Murph. It's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that. And I'm here with a full panel. We have Mr. Grantastic over here. I have my former co-host, Christopher J over here. AKA Mr. I'm him. We have the lovely IA. My co-host over here. AKA internal audience. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so listen, tonight's episode is sponsored by Habits365. Go to habits365.com. Uh type in the promo code Mr. Randy Chu. That's M-R-R-E-N-D-Y-C-H-O-O. Get 15% off. Also, it's buy one, get one half off on any of the products on said website please go to trueradio.net become a member there please like subscribe and comment on all of our videos on facebook and youtube um please please support 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 um and share like subscribe to the video and to this video right here comment below we also are accepting callers tonight the number of the dollars 516 9828. Call in now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, my amazing co-hosts have come up with a topic for tonight's show, and we're going to allow her to introduce said topic. IA, take it away. Yes. Tonight's topic is things to discuss before getting married. Ah. Are people having conversations still, or you know, do people just just you know, osmosisly get married now. Wow! You know, <laughs> I, I, I have to ask the question because this uh, this came up. I saw this on um, I saw this on social media, specifically YouTube. But I was just like, listen, I know I've asked these questions and I've been looked at like with three heads. So it's just making me wonder, like, how and when do people actually get here, and do they even get here? So, um. I'll just read y'all what I saw. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. All mm-hmm. right. So before you get married, discuss bills, parenting styles, credit, debt, religion, how to deal with family, what beliefs will be instilled in your children, childhood traumas, sexual expectations, partner expectations, financial expectations, family health history, mental health history, bucket list, dream home, careers in education, political views, and whatever else comes to mind. Love alone is not enough. Wow. Does it take all that? What do y'all think? Go ahead. Yes. Gentlemen. (laughs) Yes, very much so. That was an extensive list. I just happened to have that in my phone as well. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's that's, uh, more importante, as uh, Negro Suave would say. Um, and a lot of those actually do tie together. Um, some of the uh, bigger ones would be like 
you know, parenting styles, um, have, having children, and then you tie things into that, such as your mental health history, you know, trauma, because are you going to be passing that stuff down? Mm. You want to talk finances? All right, cool. We talking generational wealth. Are we going to be breaking generational curses? So identifying these things within one another are going to allow you to be able to, again, break generational curses, build generational wealth, and actually uh, uh, have a, 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 long, a better long-term and more flourishing marriage. So you have to identify, yes, love alone is not enough. You may feel great. This person makes you feel good. You love them with all your heart. But are you doing the work? See, I think that before Mr. Grantastic responds, I think that we have not been taught, number one, how to properly choose a spouse. And before I dive into that, Grantastic, go ahead and respond to IA's uh I just question. think people just need to learn how to have conversations with people. Ooh, because yeah. just honestly, yeah. if you go down the list of that, those things should have the ability to come up in conversation and not be an interrogation of like, all right, hold on, I got my checklist on this date of the questions I'm going to ask you. More or less, if you're able to have conversations with somebody, a lot of those topics come up. Also, this at the same time, it's, it's a time for when they need to come up in a relationship. Like some of those things are when you're in, in an actually long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like, have fun with the person for like for a couple like for the first you know dates and stuff like that get to know them who they are okay some of that stuff is going to just pop up okay um so you don't think those things should happen before like even a relationship ensues you think they should wait later until like maybe they got hot in the pants or you know they're drunk off of you know, you look cute, I look cute. We're just gonna ride it out. No, I mean I think it's just every well, first of all, everyone meets a person in different situations. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've met people who got married and they met in the club drunk. Like it was the first time they met each other. And <laughs> yeah. He's still married to this day. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I hate the fact that that's how it's a really bad. Day well, let's for me. well let's not focus on the anomaly to the matrix. That's what I'm saying. Let's so focus it's on the like, matrix. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. there's a spectrum of how people meet each other, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think also at the same time, they're just things that. Because you and you and your wife are definitely anomaly to the matrix. Just wanted to throw that. Out. I, I get go ahead. that. Yeah. I get that. But there should be things that should be able to come up in conversation. That's true. Without like, and I think what people are doing that's a little too serious in the dating world is like they're bringing their like their checklist. Like they come to the date like this, and like ah oh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just like yo, like can y'all just talk to each other? Yeah. Like have a good time out, and it, can you enjoy like the first couple of days? Just enjoy each other and just talk. It'll, yeah. come, it'll come up, like you know. Christmas Jay, I saw you was kind yeah, of saying, go ahead, yeah. Yeah. because I'm. I, I can see where like both of you guys were coming in regards to when does this stuff get discussed. My my belief is that this this list that that we have of things that need to be discussed. Why are you not working on them during your singleness? That's going to ultimately create that standard that you walk into a relationship. I love this. I got to cut you off. I love this. What you just brought up because um it actually was something i was going to say in regards to ia's whole list that she read from um you know to add on to the the idea of this topic she came up with was what has inspired your checklist what is the inspiration behind your checklist because a lot of times we're inspired by Disney movies, 
this idea, this whole fantasy that everything's going to be blissful, like mm -hmm. Frozen. Like you're going to have this dude <laughs> that's going to come and just love you through everything the first time he looks at you. And you have this chick that's like super chick. You know what I mean? That no matter how horrible of a man you are, she's always going to be there. Like what inspires the list? Is it parents? Is it society? Is it experience? Or is it wishful thinking? Hmm. I have three. Okay. Um, so I'm blessed to say that I come from a very married circle growing up. Like the norm was to be married. I, I probably had different than some people. Like I, the standard was to be married. Um, so I got that example. And, and also like half my group, I would say is married. So I got like real time, like real life happening. And I was constantly getting fed like Nelly, make sure when you're I make sure when you're out, you know, you're asking. Oh, I know I messed up. Um, <laughs> you just, thank you. You covered me. Because you're going to yell at me after the show. But now you can't. You did it too. <laughs> I, I was taking notes. You know, I was taking yeah, notes yeah. on what happened. All right. I did it. I can't yell at him after So, um, yeah. So, I was getting like, I was, I, at one point in time, I was getting real life situations from like friends and family members of like, they just, are hot off of their fight and they're like listen if you don't you know if you don't ask for this you're gonna have real trouble when it comes down so it was at that point where i was coming in with the you know interrogation like listen how do you handle oh, when I get it and i, I it saying. was getting yeah. it was yeah. getting actually so insane like i was just eliminating folks before hello could really happen so i was just like okay this is not gonna work um the other the other inspiration of my list has been experience you know as you meet different folks and and you know you go on it's just like okay you didn't think of this before but this is something to check out and consider um and then the 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 last thing is like yeah you you go through uh you go through you know some socialization and yeah. We take on other people's stuff sometimes, yeah, and yeah. Um, society does kind of shape a little bit of that, you know? Yeah. Grantastic. You want to say anything? Man, it's just, I, I really, I, I wish the dating world could just be, like, people could just experience one another um, and just kind of just, and leave it like that, of not really, and it's not easy, and, and we all do it. And that's the thing is a difficult part, because this is very wishful thinking. But just kind of like enjoy just you know like grow it definitely evolve yourself like that should always be your focus Correct. when you meet people like just have a good time and and then try to get to learn people opposed to like questioning them because it's just like the more you kind of like watch and observe there's a lot of things that i think people don't realize you kind of just watch and observe about the person you're with and then also at the same time it's like if this is someone you're going to be in a long-term relationship with there's going to forever be evolution you're, you're never going to, like, get to the point where we're like, we're good. We're going to be this way forever. Yeah, no, yeah. like, the woman I married isn't the same woman today, and that's good. Actually, she's, I can tell she's married to me. She's starting to act and say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I just, like, the other day, I was like, yo, babe, you've been married to me way too long. I, 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 I want to say that Zoe Williams' second book, The Holographic Relationship, it talks about our relationships are a highly reflective school. Mm -hmm. So as you evolve, so does relationship. Mm -hmm. I think what we, I think choosing a spouse should be a, a 
trade like a like you know how they have trade schools mm-hmm. or, or life skills that yep. should be included and i say that because when you're dating someone or you're going to pursue someone you have to realize that your triggers are dating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and your triggers are there mm-hmm. to date one another to rise those issues to the surface so that healing can present itself yeah but what happens we've been socialized to think that once the triggers come up, I need to cut this person off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So what do y'all what do y'all feel about that? Which takes me to one of the uh I feel like a key component for a successful relationship um is conflict resolution. Yes. yes. You're a fool if you think that you're gonna go through your relationship and or marriage no without conflict. Yeah. yeah. There's no conflict, you need to question. Yeah. Oh talk. Hold up. You think people still... Oh, need- oh, bring it back. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, 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 okay, sorry. That's old school too, Brady. That's old school too, Brady. I'm Y'all know violent, I see. So, do you think people still know how to conflict resolve? No, 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 no. They don't. And that's where cancel culture comes in. Because... We don't resolve, we just cancel. Because I'm thinking from the time that I've finished college to now, I am... It, it baffles me sometimes where there won't even be conflict, but that'll be more like we went from having fun mm-hmm. to like, all right, let's talk about some serious things. And the serious things aren't even like, they're not even as deep as this, mm-hmm. you know, it could be, I'll just, I'll just put an example out there. It could be like, Hey, are you willing to take birth control? And then it's just like, someone says maybe, and then literally the two stop talking. Oh my gosh. I have, Go ahead. I've literally, I, I mean, I, this I is agree. a friend of like, it's it's I, gotten to the point where people aren't. So that's why I even asked, are people even having conversations anymore? No, because no. I'm hearing some wild situations where people just stop talking to the point where I'm just like, how are people even supposed to come together now? Because I think, I think, I'm sorry, Christopher J. I'll let you go. Uh, let me just get this because yeah. my memory's shot. Um, common. People, people are no longer accountable or self-reflective. That is very true. Wow. Of course. I think bad. that I think that we have been socialized, and I think those of us who are trying to break that mindset, mm-hmm. but I think majority of the people have been socialized into pursuing the pleasure that someone can give them versus pursuing the person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like you were just saying, like, oh, it's all fun, and you know we have and we doing our thing. But the moment we dive into something that, well, to us, ain't even really like a deep conversation, but right. to them, that's like super serious. Yep. Then it's like, oh, I gotta cut you, mm-hmm. and it's just like, so really, you wasn't into me. You yep. were into the ideology of who you thought I was going to be. Yeah. The, the 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 idea of the relationship, yep. and not the person. Yeah. Which right. Begin. Which is why I often ask people. Are you operating from a place of love or a place of control? Because if you're prepared to love, then you're then you're going to understand. Okay, I like who you are today. I look forward to seeing who you're going to be tomorrow. Yeah, you're not going to be the same person. Number one, yeah, most people aren't, don't really want a relationship; they want convenience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. two, they're not able to properly acknowledge someone else's emotions because they suppress their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how can I acknowledge when you're sad if I shut down when I'm sad? Mm-hmm. So how do I deal with your sadness if I don't even address my own? People want, you know, we're like you said, we're living in what cancel culture, but yet along cancel culture, we're like, oh, we don't want that person cancel them. There's all kinds of memes for that. But there's also when people are are low in their emotions and they're wallowing in their misery, they want to share memes like, oh, I miss, I miss the old day love, I miss my great, you know, 
the, the being 70 and 80, being able to slap my wife on the ass or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And but reality is you, you're not prepared to have a relationship like great granddaddy. They had to fight regular Ooh. relationship issues. Granddaddy had to go out, work his full time job, deal with systemic oppression, racism. And especially if you was an interracial couple. Yeah, God forbid, God forbid you be a different color. You you had to deal with real life issues, come home and still make your relationship work. And if you had kids, make sure that was okay too. Like, yeah, the workload was way greater back then. But the moment you see, we're living in in, in, a, in, a, in a low work ethic uh, a society and era now. Like, oh my God, why'd you like that person's picture? I can't deal with you no more. Yeah, yeah. So I right, hey, go ahead. Um. I'll say another thing that actually shaped my um, my list or questions was this book that I read a couple years ago. It was actually Life Group at Church called The Sacred Search. Have you all heard this of this book? No. The Sacred Search is by Gary Thomas. I believe he's a pastor, a former pastor, but his tagline is, what if it's not about who you marry, but why? Do you mm. think there that's are awesome. people who are approaching marriage like that? Do you think that's even a thing still? I, I oh can I can I can I go judge panel can I go yeah um so I think that I think that people have to get this fantasy idea that marriage is all about love correct it, it it's not it's 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 a business transaction nope. it's life transaction mm-hmm. it's can I tolerate your flaws yeah Tra- marriage is transactional as much as we want it not to be when you break down everything in marriage Mm -hmm. marriage is transactional you can see that you're for all the religious folks your relationship with god is transactional Mm. so you think we're wired that way we are wired that way because Mm -hmm. we don't know how to love unconditionally right and because there has been no such thing amongst humans as unconditional love majority of our relationships are transactional mm-hmm. and um I, it it could be a good thing because some people need to be transactional in your life and others they need you to give them as i would say the grace to go beyond transaction um, brotherhood, sisterhood, um, certain relationships within your circle or your village, your mm-hmm. tribe. Mm-hmm. Some of those relationships can go beyond transaction because there's a foundation of respect and honor that sets there. And respect and honor pushes away transaction because it's not about what you do for me no longer. You've already done enough by your by your respect and your honor. Yeah. But that respect and honor is still transactional because I have to have a certain character development in order to get that from you. Mm-hmm. We haven't been trained on any of this. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, she got nice butt. She got big breasts. She looked good. I want her. Oh, he got a big bank account with a bunch of federal notes. I want him. And it's like, right. what substance do they bring to the table? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bam. Yeah, because that's the one thing of just like, that was a lot to really follow. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> Sit here and be as alive. Hey, blame I. Hey, she came with the heat, so I just you know. So I have another question. Um, did you have something to say? Um, why do you think we don't? We're hearing a lot of like parents failed us, and you know we don't know how to really move in these situations, right? I mean, 
the reason why we are here is two people did have to come together. Yeah. To, whether you had a donor, whether, you know, there still was a relationship in a sense where two things had to come together to have you. But we failed ourselves. What do you mean by that? We have failed ourselves. And what I mean by we failed ourselves is all this stuff, parents, society, our programming, our conditioning, all that is valid. Yeah. It's true. You can't ignore it. There comes a point in every person's life mm-hmm. where they have to make a decision Agreed. on if you're going to be a victim to what happened to you or are you going to step the heck over it, build a bridge and walk over it. I mentioned that last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I just think because and I'm, I'm passionate about that because there was one point in my life where I played the victim. Oh, woe is me. This is going on. And this person did this to me and blah, 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 blah. And so I had to realize wasn't no one coming with a lifeboat. That's right. I had to save myself. Yeah. I had to come to Mises. Big Brozo Williams. I'm definitely going to clip that for you. I had to come to Mises moment. Mm-hmm. We had to realize that the answer to to conquering my victimhood lies within. Yeah. You know, so that's why I'm passionate about it. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, so that being said, why do you think that that is not prioritized or that is omitted when it comes to some of the principles that we teach children? Because I feel like there is a lot. We'll we'll teach our children. We'll spend a really long time teaching them ABCs and one, two, threes. But it's just like, why don't you teach them how to be in a relationship, how to conflict resolve, how to um, set goals like beyond just graduating from kindergarten to first grade or, you know, really setting it up for their next generation? Why are we not teaching our kids that? It goes in conjunction with what I said already. How can how can you acknowledge someone else's emotions if you don't acknowledge your own? Mm. How can I teach something that I have not rectified within myself? Mm. Reality is, as much as I would love to be able to teach you, I haven't done it. So how can I teach you right. something? How can I give something I don't even have? And families and everything and marriage changed after the sixties and seventies. Well, that, and the stats are showing that. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a fact. Like, that's yeah, a fact. Everything of like the like you said, like the family buildings process. That whole thing changed in the 60s and 70s, and it's slowly recovering ever since. Do you have some stats regarding that? I don't want to put you on so, the spot. But. So while he's getting his stats, yeah. I want to comment on what Christopher J. just said. Like, but what I also want to say, too, is that goes in conjunction with what you said. At a certain point in time, you can't sit there and then mm-hmm. really make a decision. I've, yeah, I've, I don't, but I don't that's really. my answer to like why people are not. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of the systemic things that are causing people to not want to make that like that, and it leads to the victimhood, to where it's like, all right, we can identify the moment where everything changed in black familyhood, and the stats will show it of like, like especially in the sixties and seventies. The problem is now is just like, are we actually, what are we doing to get out of that? And yeah, because we were trying yeah. to dig out of that hole with emotions and not with yeah, like actual yeah, real tactical yeah, things. Yeah, am I going to continue to act like? This black man across from me is my enemy because I've been socialized by white supremacy to do that. Or am I going to conquer that and say, no, you're my brother. We're both broken and I'm going to forgive you for mistreating me. Like at some point we have to stop using excuses, which are legitimate reasons to stay where you're at. That's what excuses. The etymology of it really is, is a legit reason to stay where you're at. It, which is why you say, "Oh, you were late." Why? I had an excuse. I was my excuse was I had a legit reason to stay at the place I was previous longer than what I you know stuff like that. But anyway, but to to even to go back to what Christopher J was saying, like even with that, 
even if we are failures with our own emotions and things like that, it comes to a point where if you care about another human being, the reason why I'm a successful father is because I've saw the flaws in my father's. Mm -hmm. I have an amazing, I, my stepfather, I call him Pops. That man is, that man, before I had a personal relationship with God, that man was God walking in flesh to me. Like, he could do no wrong. Like, even we had disagreements and I was emotionally hurt or whatever, like, like he could do no wrong. But I learned from his mistakes. Mm -hmm. But that's what parenting is about. Yeah. Like, Learn from my mistakes so you don't have to repeat them. But we live in a society that's taught us that I want to have the experience myself. Mm -hmm. I want to touch the stove and get burned. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, at some point, we got we just got to stop playing victim to what's really going on. Because we, as we're diving into trying to have discussions about marriage with a significant other and things like that, we, we, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, like we bring that to the table, like, you know, and, and people can feel that. I'm, yeah, it's really crazy that the fact that I'm really about to call it Waka Flocka Flame, but he didn't say on this interview, Waka, it was like, Waka. we got to start teaching our kids how to be good friends and like good people in relationships. And it's just, and I was like, yo, Waka is, is, is preaching. It's crazy. I I didn't never thought I would say that. Y'all are inspiring me tonight because I'm gonna say this. I haven't been I haven't felt this on fire about a topic in a while, and I don't know why. This is this is like it my thoughts are just spontaneously coming to me, but like you cannot be ready for marriage if you have questionable loyalty. Who you cannot. If your loyalty is based upon the conditions of another person, you're not loyal. That's okay, true. let me shut up. That's true. No, I mean, <laughs> no, Yo, it's true. It's my... true. It's very true. Oh See, this is, it's funny that you even if that you even quoted that because it's just like if we're going to continue being here on earth, we have to be in relationships. So regardless if you're someone that's like, I don't care to be married. I don't care. You know, it's not important to me. I brought up this topic because I'm just like, this is a question that I think every single human being faces. Yeah. They question and they, you know, either answer it or, or they let life happen. But I'm just like, I don't care if someone says they don't care. Like there's an essence of it that you cared about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. I think it is imperative to have this topic and to have it multiple times because uh, there is, there's a breakdown happening and, um, and I think, you know, at this point, you know, there's there's most definitely the agenda to depopulate. And this might have been part of the part of the, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, working. Yeah, it's working. It's, it's working. working, right? Yeah, they don't want to deal with each other at all. So so listen, we're going to we're going to do we're going to take a quick two point two. When we come back, we're going to continue the topic and the discussion point. We're definitely going to receive callers if they call in or comments below. It's your boy, Randy, Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chew on that. We're going to take a quick two point two.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats, your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that, and you know who the panel is. We just added someone else to said panel. Um, this the 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 person we add to said panel is Brandy Yates is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Brandy Yates is in said building. We definitely love, love, love Brandy on the True Radio Show. Um and so, with that being said, Mr. Grantastic has some st- st- statistics he's going to say. Mm-hmm. I.A., you're going to finish the dialogue. Sorry. She can't hear anything. Um, oh, Brandon, can you hear us? I don't think she can hear us. Okay, so a couple things uh, uh, as we're getting that together, I want to read off. Okay, so this is from blackdemographics.com, okay, where they study particular stats. They highlight stats on all demographics of people. But then they really highlight for black individuals and kind of compare to other things. But these are some particular things they highlighted using the census information over the past 40, 50 years. Okay. So black women are more likely to be married than white women until 1970. Okay. 
So uh, then also another thing, and we're going to go down into the details of this as well. So black men more likely to be married than white men until 1960. Keep those particular dates, so 1970, 1960. The war on drugs and its effects on black marriage in the 1980s and 90s, okay? So I'm looking at the stat here. We can't bring it up here, but we'll, we'll, we'll flash it on the site a little bit later. They take the percentage of black men and black women in two different colors, the number of black men in prison around 1971 actually exceeds the population of black women or black women that can potentially be married okay mm. wow exceeds that so the number of black men in prison um let's see here in 1950 was uh, about 7.5 percent of the population okay um you go to 1980 1990 about 20% of the population of black men were in prison at that time. Wow. So, and so they highlight just particular things uh, in different areas, uh, different metropolitan areas about just the working percentage of black men and black women and just who actually is available for marriage. So these are not anything else, but just these are just specific stats on who are available and who's affected by marriage at a particular time, which was 1970, 1960 is when the the percentage of potential people that could be married completely uh-huh. destroyed and distorted. So just throw that in there. So go ahead. Anything you want to add to that? Um, so that being said, with, with some of those factors in mind, um, you know, I'm thinking I was born in the late 80s. That wasn't that long before I was born. Um, with those factors and, and some of the married folks in, in the building, Okay. what do you all think is some of the methods that we can or what are some of the methods that you used in order to counter some of those stats either yourself or just observation and and experience that you know of fantastic um the big uh, one of the biggest things is just and i know from myself and my particular family i actually had to learn the patterns the the negative patterns that were being highlighted i don't want to say passed down because you know you can choose or not choose right. you know particular behaviors but like patterns that were highlighted in my family also i did not come from a family so like what you were saying you came from a very married family i came from a very divorced family mm. so my expectations kind of going into relationships were like you know probably gonna end up doing this thing solo because everyone in my family is had a short marriage and everyone's divorced. So, but I think that's one thing I had to learn, which is those particular things that may have been stumble blocks and learning how to address those almost real time because sometimes you don't realize what triggers you until it triggers you. And you gotta kind of take a step back and like, all right, but that's why I really enforce having communication mm-hmm. and being able to talk and knowing how like, all right, there's certain things we gotta talk about how can we make the atmosphere better and more conducive for us to talk uh, and not like creating an atmosphere where it's like conflict more it's just like conflict resolution. So some of the heavy conversations my wife and I had, we'll go on a walk and we'll be out. So, you know, we'll be out having fresh air. We'll be actively moving. And then even when she told me that she got diagnosed with cancer again, she was like, come on, we got to take a walk. And I was like, okay, like it's going to be something heavy. But like, those are just things that we notice about each other. Like, all right, we, we gotta put ourselves in a situation where 
able to talk, it's just still a good environment because we got, especially when it's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what, and I noticed from my family, they don't talk about anything heavy. Mm. They bury everything. Mm. And it don't even come out when you die. You know how some families stuff come out when yeah. you at your funeral? Yeah. It don't even come out then. So that's why I had to learn, like, okay, I got to actually talk and flush these things out because no one in my family does. And so that's just kind of just really what it is, is just learning some of the things that may be influencing you from your family. Yeah. And then little by little, because and everyone's got to understand, you're not going to break all these, quote unquote, cycles in one day and one year. Correct. You're not even going to know some of them are cycles until like something comes up. But it's just how you attack those things and just address them. Just don't let them go undone. Because a lot of people and a lot of families let that happen. Mm-hmm. A lot of undone, hide it, don't handle it. You know, and it's just, it's just, it's an ugly thing. And it always leads to adding more conflict at the end of the day. Wow. Wow. You want me to answer, Christopher J? Um, well, I asked the married folks, but it's fine. You can, you have something you want to add? Um, I mean, considering I'm not married. However, there did come a point in my life, and I'm going to be a little transparent, where I had to, like, pretty much G-check myself. Um, so at one point, you know, I was, I was living my best life. If you want to call it that, I had my little whole phase. I think that I think that was, ninety seconds. I had, a, I had a little whole phase while in the military, and I was just you know, ragging and dragging, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. And I would come home from the military sometimes. Mind you, a little you know tidbit: me and my father, we don't have the best relationship. I didn't necessarily have the best role model. Um, my stepmom and my father are married, so I've seen what it is to for people to be. Married, but not necessarily functional or healthy. Correct. It wasn't a healthy marriage, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, those are two different things. Correct. Not seeing marriage and then seeing unhealthy marriage. That's a and I right. witnessed all of that in being in a married family. Right. So, uh, so to come home from the military and then, mind you, like I said, me and my father, we don't get along. Mm-hmm. But for whatever odd reason, the only times that we do get along is we're basically exchanging stories of unhealthy behaviors. Mm. So when I got to the point, I'm like, all right, cool. This is great. Sipping. You know, drinking and having a glass of wine and talking it up and exchanging stories and all right, now what, Pop? You know, show me how to like grow up now. Like all this time, I used to, you know, my father used to beat me and always tell me to man up, and it took me a long time to realize you never showed me what that is. So uh, I had to like isolate myself so I could prepare myself for elevation. And so I had to, uh, like you said, some people will suppress everything. I had to start addressing things, the more difficult stuff. I had to be by myself for a while. Mm. I had to check myself. I had to start asking myself, dang, what I would this done to me? Yeah. So that's ultimate. That's ultimately what the marriage is supposed to be. You are now like promising to one another, like we're gonna like grow together. But in order to healthily grow together, you're going to have to G check yourself and hold your partner accountable. Like that's not why they call them accountability partners. Like yeah, but you have to be able to do it together. Are you able to meet in the middle? So. In today's time, do you think this is possible? Like observation wise, everyone like. Do you I, think it's possible? And yeah. if it is, what's the smart way to go about it? I think it's I think it's possible <laughs> if there if the level of humility rises. Um, right now we have a lot of pride and ego egocentric people. I like who, egros. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like that. You I, egros. I try to I try to use Yo, egros. Yeah, I like that. You but egros. you have a lot of uh, ego, people who, no, 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 who hold on to their ego, that hold on to their uh, their unchallenged belief mindset systems. 
And how can you properly say this is your mindset or your belief in whatever relationship if it's never been challenged? Yeah. Um, because when you challenge something, when you put something to through fire, that's when you know if it's real pure gold yep. or if it's fake. Yep. And but if you're afraid to even put it towards the fire, that is an indicator that you know internally that it's fake. Mm-hmm. Wow. Your your people thought hate. system is flawed. Mm-hmm. I'm people afraid to put their anything to the fire. See, that's now. true. See, marriage is is a distinguisher between if you're unbothered or if you're selfish, <laughs> because it'll come out when you're in an intimate relationship and you're living with one another. It it literally shows. I'm just. I'm unbothered in a sense of I can cooperate with this other person in my personal space or it'll expose how selfish you really are. <laughs> and a lot of people run from the conflict. We got to get this out of our, our, our head. When you are heading into a marriage or you're in a deep relationship that is heading into a marriage, you literally have to um, stop running from conflict conflict is there because everyone is a flawed human being period again going back to the scientific and spiritual side of the relationship your triggers are dating your inner demons are dating each other relationships are there to expose your flaws so that you can work on them individually and together. Correct. That's right. You see what I'm saying? For sure. So if something comes up in a relationship where you're like, oh, my God, that triggered me or, oh, that bothers me that this person would do that. First of all, you have to stop and realize their actions are displaying what you're doing to yourself internally. Mm-hmm. And we run Say that from- again. <laughs> their actions are actually displaying what you're doing to yourself internally. So when you have someone who's abusive, whether it's physical, verbal, emotional, whatever, you have someone that steps out on you, whatever, it's because you're doing those things to yourself internally. And you have to realize, because if we believe in this attraction law, if we believe in this whole manifestation of whatever in the universe and all that stupid stuff that folks just throw out as philosophy with no evidence. Um, If that's the case, if you believe in all of that, then you have to understand that it's you that the universe is trying to correct Mm. first, Mm. not your partner. See, the relationship itself is a reflection of your internal struggle, not the individual you're in relationship with. You see what I'm saying? But we've been programmed to cut people off instead of going through the conflict with them. Conflict resolution isn't just identifying the problem, but it's also identifying the problem as you being the source of it. Mm -hmm. And that's what the holographic relationship and the Shrouded Lighthouse, Zoe Williams books identify and help you walk through is your is you so that way when conflict when you work on you and conflict comes into a relationship you now have the proper perspective to say this is you or this is me mm-hmm. or as the scriptures say having your senses exercised to discern that which is good and evil you see what i'm saying so you you exercise that gift or your senses 
based upon experience. But we run away from experience because it's difficult. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We run away from uh, from the struggle in relationships because they didn't live up to a certain standard that we beheld, that we, that we came to the relationship with, not realizing that we don't even live up to our own standards for ourselves. We fail ourselves more than anyone has failed us in this mm-hmm. life. And once you realize that, and you grow yourself with that, then your happiness comes from within. And it is not dependent upon another individual. And that's how relationships can work. Marriage is a commitment to being committed to you at the worst condition that you could ever be, Mm -hmm. which qualifies me to have you to myself when you're at your best condition. That's what marriage that, really is. Say that again. So that's what they mean by for better for worse. For better for worse, for sickness or health, fat or skinny. We need to add all that in there because at the end of the day, if you cannot be with me in my worst moments, you are not qualified to be with me in my in my best moment. The reason why I have no problem paying all the bills, 90% of the bills, let's be real, 90% of the bills in my household, it's because when I met my wife, I was living in a blue van homeless i didn't have an address so let's let's just keep it real but i was a celebrity with no address i had fame without the riches Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so it's easy for me to be like oh i got that don't worry about that even even if i gotta go out and make that hustle to make sure i got the money coming in the house i got that don't worry that's something yo that's something you don't gotta worry about you hit the light switch the light's gonna come on you start your car it's gonna be gas in that tank you open up the refrigerator, it's going to be food in there. Why? You don't got to worry about what comes into the bank account. Matter of fact, keep your money in your own joint. I got this. That's me. Why? Because I understand that I have failed myself in taking care of myself when I was growing up. I didn't listen to sound advice growing up. So guess what? I know how to be a father. I know how to be the man of the home. I know how to be a leader and provide vision and provision. Why? Because there was a time in my life I didn't do that for myself. But when I learned self... When I identified self, when I realized, oh, nigga, I'm the problem. Not no one else. Not the projects I was in. Not the niggas that was shooting at me. Not the chicks that was cheating on me. Not the money that was going and coming. None of that. I was the problem. When I realized I was the problem, oh, I got it. So if I focus on me, it doesn't matter how anyone else treats me. I'm happy within. And that's what we miss. I learned that through fighting through the pain that comes with relationships. But we don't have that type of endurance no more. We're literally just like, you know what? The moment you trigger me, this wasn't meant to be. Yep. Correct. And we roll out. Yeah, okay, correct. I digress. I digress. Oh yeah, we do have somebody else. No, no, it's all it's all good. Just okay. keep talking. Yeah. Okay. But no, yeah, that, that I think that's, that's definitely important. Um, with you. I really respect what you said, sir. Like to the bring her, bring her, bring bring Miss Yates in real quick. All right, let's, do that. let's see, let's see if she can, she can. Uh, Brandy, can you hear me? What's popping, Brandy? Talk to me. So you heard everything I just said. What's, what are your, what are your thoughts? Some of it you said a lot, but uh, I didn't catch <laughs> all of it. I finally got my audio together, and you were in the middle of talking. So okay. Um, which part? Because you said a lot, so I don't know. You did say start. Whatever did. part you want to pick a up. Lot, on. Lot. So we're gonna go. Brandy, you 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 say whatever whatever part you picked up on, 
Then we're going to throw it to Christopher Jade and IA is going to throw us something else, whatever she got, and then we're going we gonna to do our thing. Okay, go ahead, Brandy. I mean, I just, I just want to say that I agree with the accountability part. You know, a lot of us, we do, when we're mad or we're hurt or we're triggered, we tend to blame other people versus looking within to see where we went wrong, where what we did to contribute to the issue. Um, I deal with this with a lot of women. Uh, they try to, I guess, blame the men that you know they have the fair relationships with. But then I have to tell them, um, if it's, it's different men, a bunch of different men that you're getting the same results with, they're no longer the issue, you are. Oh, wow. So you need to figure out what the issue is, whether that's, you may not even be cheating on them, but you're, you're choosing to pick the same type of guy. So at that point, yeah. you're the issue. It's your fault. You need to go figure out why you keep picking the same type of men. Mm. Mm. what's on y'all. I actually agree with that. Uh, it's, it's no different than a simple science equation or formula. You got your variables and you got your constant. If you got all these different men, those are your variables. And you're the constant. You might want to dress yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, hey, regard- slap his shoulder, yo! Oh, slap the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, back to the accountability thing. Like I said, I had to go do that. Um, and in regards to that, that uh, thing that you're doing to yourself internally, that statement you made. Yeah. When you're triggered, and you and you suppress it instead of addressing it. You're creating that storm inside of you rather than addressing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, most people yeah. avoid that because some people actually will maintain their triggers because it isn't so much the trigger, they just don't like confrontation. Yeah. Some people yeah. will avoid confrontation because that that potentially could have been a, a whole trigger in itself. But you avoid addressing anything, so you withhold that. And then you end up basically imploding. So you you, you self-destruct, yeah. which falls in the uh, line of self-sabotage. But in regards to having accountability for yourself, you have to check yourself. However, you need to make sure that you give yourself the necessary compassion for yourself. You don't have to beat yourself up all the time. Yeah. Address it, but have that compassion for yourself. And as a man, I have to do this because if I now one day, if I have to hold myself accountable first before I can try to hold my woman accountable and the same compassion that I have for myself, I need to have for her as well. Whoa. Yo, yo, yo. I I, got to cut you up. I do women have the capacity to show men compassion when it comes to them dealing with their their emotions and working through it if they're in an intimate relationship with a woman like it don't have to be marriage but they're deep in a relationship and the guy's like you know what i'm dealing with this emotional turmoil and he may not have the language to express that yep do you feel like majority of the women today have the capability of actually walking a man through that? I think some. Okay. I think I think things are starting to shift because there's a lot of conversation, there's a lot of chatter happening. Okay. But I mean, I've said this before, a lot of women didn't get the training either. Just like y'all didn't get the training to express yourselves, a lot of women did not get the training on how to deal with the man who doesn't know how to express himself. So when he does express himself, it's foreign to a lot of women as well. Wow. A lot of those women were also raised in the household where they didn't see examples of that. I mean, you mentioned being seeing a marriage example and it not being a healthy setup. 
I, coming from a married family, I saw all of the examples. I saw good, I saw in between, and I saw ugly. Um, and so I picked, those are also where some of my questions came from. But yeah, there were things, like I said, even a couple years ago, it, it clicked for me like, oh, that's that's sensitive. Or I didn't know that that would even hurt you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still learning every day. So I would say, yeah, that's an evolving thing too. And And like you said, being compassionate. So you might... From a woman's perspective, being compassionate and allowing grace for your man is imperative. But men, too, I feel like a lot of men are upset because they're finally starting to get a voice and they're like just throwing up their their vitriol. And it's just like have that same grace, too, because she didn't get the training either. OK, OK. Um, Brandy, respond and grantastic. Christopher J. Like we can keep the panel just going in a circle like this. And I'm going to throw out. A couple things. We're gonna to run to about ten thirty. It's ten thirteen right now, so we're gonna run about ten thirty, and we can cut the show. But so, Brandy, did you want to say anything before I throw something else out there? Um, I do think, I I do think uh, we all are still learning. I do agree with her. Uh, women just as well as the men are still learning. Um, I do believe we have the capacity or the capability to do it. From my, as a life coach, a relationship coach, and this is just from my standpoint of what I have been witnessing, although they have the capability to do it, they're not doing it. And they're purposely not doing it. They're choosing to not do it because of their, I'm going to take it back to what you guys just said, because of their triggers. And so they are using their triggers to stay a victim. So what I tell a lot of the women your triggers and this goes for men as well but i deal with a lot of emotionally unstable women so i target them a lot um but i like to tell them like your triggers is not my responsibility your triggers is not nobody else's responsibility is yours so at the end of the day no matter what has triggered you or who has triggered you you are the one who's responsible for how you're going to respond you're the one that's responsible for you can't say well give me grace because i don't know when you're not giving grace because you don't know you know if that makes sense like you you can't expect someone to understand you when you are using your triggers or your hurt to be rude or mean you know to other people so okay and i think that's what cancer culture is taking away is that grace to learn like just across (laughs) the board because it's like if someone says something not even mean or hateful yes. no more. Yes. If it's just not only, you don't agree you with don't it. Agree with yeah. all of a sudden we gotta throw you in a trash bag. Yeah. And it's like, but <clears throat> what's also ironically, that person never learns your perspective because you just cut them and throw you cut them, them off. Yeah. So that's the one thing I never understood about cancer culture because you're canceling people because they don't understand you and you never give them the opportunity to understand you. So I think you just kind of contradict yourself with that. Um but yeah, but definitely that grace and 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 for yourself and for an, uh, the other person. But I think also at the same time, it's just like it's got to be uh, intellectual grace, you know, where I think there's some parts where. So and, and, and actually, this is one thing I, I almost was going to present for the chewer choke. Um, but it was this one lady, uh, Yala Rosa, who had this one thing saying, are you healing or are you intellectualizing your pain? And. When it comes to psychological terms, hold on, hold on, hold up. Say that again. Explain that. So, are you healing, or are you into intellectualizing your pain? 
What does so that mean? I, I used to do that. Mm-hmm. What does I'll, that I'll, mean? I'll, I'll, I'm going to go into intellectualizing. Okay. okay. So let me talk about that real quick. So, because okay. I had to think the same thing as well. So, like, all right. So, in psychology, intellectualization, intellectualization is a defense mechanism by which reasoning is used to block confrontation with an unconscious conflict. And it's associated with emotional distress. Basically, where you think yourself for away from avoiding the feeling or the conflict. So you're trying to use more... You're using logic to... Logic, logic to, to go through your feelings. To, yeah, to like, okay, and using it as your way to avoid some emotion or some conflict. So, and that's the one thing when Yo, I, I read that was like... Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Time out. Flag on the play. I just learned something. What's up? Light bulb moment. It just poof. <coughs> Yo. And I'm gonna say this on air. Cause I don't care. At the end of the day, can't nobody what you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we're still on air. Um what you just said literally my wife has been trying to get me to see for the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. And by you saying that it clicked for you. It clicked. Mm-hmm. Like all the conversation, all it just came back like because I'm so intelligent. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so wise. I am. I'm intelligent. I'm very wise. But that can be my strength can also be my greatest weakness. Mm-hmm. Your detriment. And my detriment. Mm-hmm. Because I know how to intellectually not confront certain emotions that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. That I just wanted to say that. Like I just that joint just hit and Shout I just learned growth. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally just learned something. And it's crazy because in a healthy relationship we still have growth and learning that needs to be done. But yeah. people don't understand that. Yeah, and yeah. So, and I, I'm not trying to have a beef with people who are not So once, once you're finished, we're going to okay. throw it to Brandy, then Christopher Jade, and back to IA. But, so this is the one thing that gets asked to me a lot by a lot of my single friends. Like, So they'll ask questions about marriage, and then I'll be like, I'm not giving you gospel. I'm just giving you experience of what I've gone through. And they're like, nah, I don't really believe it. I'm just going to, like, it, it, it never happened. It never reoccurred or whatever. Right. But that's the thing is like you're always going you're always going to have to learn something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like and everyone's like, I wanna meet the perfect person. And I'm laughing at you. I'm like, <laughs> that person is not even gonna be the same six months the when perfect, you get married. There's a, no perfect person. A person cannot be perfect until they have a partner. That's the whole point of having a partner is to perfect you. And that's why that's I agree still, with that. And I got anyway, one more thing that I'm going to be done. So, Let me you know, the, the, the bro JB with his standard, because, you know, everyone, Kevin Samuels always has this like, you know, rank one to ten different people. Right. Yeah, yeah, Don't right. shake your head. We're going to skip on it. Yeah. But JB has his own version of it, which I thought was brilliant because he's saying so like everyone's like, oh, tens are Beyonce and Kelly Rollins. First of all, I don't know why Beyonce is up there. But anyway. But so he says she's an eight. Well, we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, so he says there actually is no number ten. Like to the to the public, you're actually number ten is your person. Mm. That's the person who you deem you love, respect. It don't matter. Like I've seen people who've gotten inspires, 
lost all their skin, and their partner is like, this is the most beautiful person in the world. That's the 10, is your person. Mm. Nines and down is just how you deem beauty. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say this That's all, good. That's I say good. this often, and and I'm going to throw it to um, right. who I said? Yeah, I said Brandy, then Christopher, then I back to IA. Um, but that's, that, that's spot on because I always say that eventually everyone is ugly physically. Yeah. The beauty is always within. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Brandy. Then Christopher Jaden, then I. Yeah, I just keep saying a bunch of stuff. Right. <laughs> I, need to, I need to write stuff down because y'all be jumping. But it, it all works together, but y'all be jumping from like yeah 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 so just a subject but it's it all works together i just want to say to what you guys were just saying um i did make a post earlier um today and i was just uh telling people like sometimes we try to change people to be like us but in reality you don't we gotta if if you have a partner a a spouse or somebody that you're actually doing life with you gotta learn to accept their differences and respect their differences because a lot of times they they have the strengths that we need and vice versa so when you start to respect their differences then you'll start to see that hey i actually need the difference that they have to make me be a better person that i am so i like wow, that that's a powerful statement so what she said what what are your thoughts i um i do agree um an actual actual all right i got it, I got it. I had to put it together in my head first <laughs> with that with that statement along with the uh intellectualization i do feel you as though well. so much better than i did i really appreciate it i may not be a smart man but i know what love he is <laughs> <laughs> no but in the same way that we need to have you need to learn your person sometimes your person is going to be um, the yin to your yang. Um, yeah, it's a balance. I do feel as though you need to have a balance with your logic and intellect along with your emotions. Um, by being able to do so, that's how you attain emotional stability and maturity. There's nothing wrong. So, for example, you upset your partner. Your partner's crying. Now, you know, growing up in, the, in, in a black household, hey, stop that crying. I'm going to give you something to cry about. Blah, blah, blah. Why are you crying? Whatever the case is. <laughs> Rather than please don't take that approach to relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, 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 I'm acknowledging that you're upset, that you're crying. Go ahead and shed your tears. Acknowledge it. Let that let the person feel, because you got to feel with it to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and feel. Let's and say that again. You got to feel with this. Boy, you lucky I'm sitting with. next to you Hold right on. now. That I shoulder will be right now. I want to smell your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, shoulder so <laughs> allowing your person, you having the emotional stability and then the balance between your mind and your feelings. And exercising the same compassion that we talked about earlier, I'm, I know that, okay, I clearly, I upset you. I'm going to be accountable for myself that my actions now have caused this. Now, how do we fix this? Mm. Now, you being 
in the moment of emotion mm-hmm. should also have that balance. Hold on, yes. hold on, Christopher J. I respond to that. Um, you said you said some good things. I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say this first part. Um, I was researching this topic, and I saw that, and this leads even for my last question about um, why we're not teaching our children this stuff. I was researching that in say white culture or Asian culture, when they tell their kids, Hey, you're going off to college, keep your nose in the books. But they also say, keep your eyes looking too. Whereas, you know, I'll say, I'll specifically speak for black daughters. It was just like, keep your head in those books and don't you look up, don't go to parties, don't breathe, don't, don't look left, don't look right. Just keep your head in your books. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I forgot why I even brought up that point. (laughs) Oh God. I guess the, I guess the whole thing is just like, Okay, give me a second. I'm getting I'm getting excited that I kind of displaced my thoughts. So you can pull Chris. Hmm? I pulled a Chris. Okay. <laughs> um, essentially, we're not getting the training to to come together, and I lost it. So. What was it about? Was it about the parenting? You said something. What was the end part that you just said? To have the balance of, of, of mo- so having emotional stability is having the balance of intellect and emotion. So being able to intellectually identify that I'm that I'm causing an okay. emotion out of something. Yeah. Okay. So I'm remembering how do we how do we now having all this information, what are some things that we can now put out there to kind of pivot and do something different? Like you just gave a great suggestion. Um, I don't know if you want to expand on what that looks like or if anybody else wants to add to this. It all goes back to what I said in the very forefront of the show. How can you acknowledge someone else's emotions if you don't acknowledge your own, which takes us to the trigger? Right, right. Are you going to identify, dang, you know, that, that this, this is a trigger of mine. Am I going to identify that or am I going to keep canceling folks because they trigger me? Brandy. Yeah. How can men properly steward the emotions of their woman because i feel like that's what ia is is aiming towards how can we properly and vice versa versa, how can the woman properly steward the emotions of the man without emasculating him Uh, okay so it's it's tough because everyone is different yeah, to look different for everybody. Some, but not all. Um, Some, but not all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as it relates to the man, I would say when it comes to that, and you have an, a woman that's uh, triggered often or very emotional and can't, you know, get it to, you know, balance. I would say for him, listening is the biggest thing. Um, not giving her a solution at the moment, just letting her ramble off, getting her thoughts, getting her. Everything out of that her head. It's so hard for men, but that keep going. Hard. Yeah, keep going. Hard. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and I know it is, but but that's men, the thing. men learn that through experience. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all not taught that. Y'all not taught that at all. Yeah, um, but you have to because you. A lot of us women, we always we don't always want a solution. I know that's what you guys are naturally built for to provide and give solutions. Mm-hmm. But we don't always want a solution. Some women are just they need to get the thoughts out their head. And so they just need to talk. So for you guys who have a woman that's like that, you have to just listen. Just listen. Mm-hmm. Learn, be in tune with listening to her, and then you'll know when the green light is for you to actually speak. Sometimes you ain't got to even say nothing at night. Listen and hold her. That's it. So I, but, I, I, <laughs> go ahead. 
question for Miss Brandy. Yes. <clears throat> like you said, we have to learn that from experience, correct? Yeah. So we got three more minutes. So all right. Like, <laughs> My thing is, so do men? Do you feel that men should, could also need? Do men need that same gesture? Because if we're naturally providers and we fix, and when it's time for us to give it a vent, I can fix the problem. But I just need to get this load. I just need to get this out of the way. Yeah. So it, it, I, I, do I believe. For me, I believe men, not so much as listening. We do need to listen to you guys, but I think you guys need, because you you are the providers, you give out so much. I believe you guys need more so of the encouragement mm -hmm. versus a woman just listening. Mm -hmm. So while while we are listening to you guys, we like have to come back like behind that. it with encouragement. I almost caught the Holy Ghost. She said I, that joint. I, I, I couldn't agree with Brandy. I couldn't agree with her more. Like everything she just said was 150. It was on, like, that's exactly it. I, I can say as a woman, like I am someone that's got to talk up my thought, talk my thought outs or uh -huh. I shut down. And that's probably why I do shut down because like y'all said, it's crazy for y'all to hear the rattling off. And so that can cause a woman to shut down and then vice versa. I noticed that with men, like they, they say the power of suggestion um, is is very powerful with men. Not telling what to do, but the power of suggestion. Wow. Making so them. I yeah, I think we all. I think the hardest thing for a lot of us to do again because it wasn't taught, and we're all learning by experience. Uh, we got to remember, especially if it's somebody that you're in love with, somebody that you're building a future with. You got to remember to create a safe space for them. Mm. It's not always about you. You don't always have to voice your thoughts and concerns. At that moment, learn to discern the moment and know how to create a safe space for your partner or friendship. It works in friendships as well. I was going to say that, too, because I don't think many people can even do that in friendships, let alone long-term relationships. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was going to say that behind it. I was like, yeah, definitely do that. Learn how to build relationships as well, even if they're not intimate. So, yeah. develop down the road. I was going to say that as well. Yeah, I so, so, I want to give my final thoughts and we can close out the show. Let me get my final thoughts, and I want everyone to plug in there where people can find you at um, if you want to. And uh, then we can close out. Then that'll be the end of the show. Let me say this. Things to talk about before <coughs> marriage are these categories. What have been your psychological distress? Have you had a past where you've dealt with substance abuse? Mm. Have you had a past or a present and when you deal with depression? And what are some of the things that you do personally to pull yourself out of that depression? Communication and conflict skills that will help shape or reshape expectations in relationship. Understanding relationship commitments. What I mean by commitments, I'm not just talking about sexual loyalty. I'm talking about if you say this is your role in the relationship i need you to stay committed to what you said your role was in this relationship that's very true um you also need to have and identify or know how to enhance the positive connection within your relationship sometimes when a problem comes up in a relationship it's not beneficial to identify the problem but it's been a more beneficial to enhance the positive things that are happening in a relationship because sometimes positive things being talked about. Let me say it in a more simple way. Showing gratitude for those things that are working good 
can make a person subconsciously think about the wrong that they're doing and they'll fix it on their own without you having to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we do this with children often. It's called redirect. Um, place boundaries so that you won't grow apart. In other words, this is where I'm at. Every year there needs to be a discussion of this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. These are my struggles. These are my strengths. This is what I've what, what I continue to like. This is what I no longer like. Setting those boundaries lets you know where that person is. And once you know where a person is, you can never outgrow that person because you you deal with that person according to the level that they're at. If 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 outgrowing someone was because you've elevated yourself, then that means you can never be a parent. Mm. Because that means you've outgrown your children. Your children will never be where you're at. Okay, anyway, let me move on. Um, You have to learn how to talk to each other. And talking to each other, I I, I pulled up a statistic. It was this website that the government did a a statistic uh, 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 um, study study on. It's ncbi.nlm.com dot nih.gov they did i'm gonna post it on the website and i'm gonna even put it on the uh description of this video later on but they did a research and they talked about how majority of the divorces that happen is because when the when the couples came together to talk about their situation shift it was always negative talk they never talked about the positive that happened I talked to a divorce lawyer that's actually in California. Shout out to Fresh and Fit Podcast. They were the ones that connected me to the to the couple that they, they run the firm together, a uh, married couple. And they, one of the things they said, I'm trying to get them on the show, so that's why I'm not saying their name. One of the things they said is when they are in the divorce discussions, when they start talking about what are some of the good things that happen in your relationship, they start to see the regret <laughs> On the, on the individual's faces. Like, wow, I just ended this, but there were some good moments. But my mind has allowed the bad to outweigh the good. Anyway, moving on. That is very powerful, what you yeah. just shared. Um, we'll talk after the show. Yeah. Um, also, with those commitments, you have to make sure that you have clear commitment goals. These. This is the vision. This is the man has to set a vision for the home and based upon that vision, what is your commitment or your goals to making sure that this vision been that it happens? What do you bring to the table? That's going to be beneficial for this overall household. Um, and you have to keep them no matter how hard it gets, you have to keep them. And if you can't keep them, you have to be, you have to communicate effectively with your significant other to say this is the reason why I can't keep this specific commitment. Because things happen in life. Yeah. If a man says, look, I'm going to provide, you don't have to worry about the bills. COVID hits, he gets laid off. Mm-hmm. That's not his fault. It's pandemic. Well, if you don't communicate that with your with the woman that you're, that you're in commitment with, how can she up, help uphold you during this crisis moment if you're not having open, effective communication. Um, And also, lastly, your ideologies about society, religion, 
government and etc need to be discussed before you are betrothed to one another because those things is what society uses for division. That is mm. actually very true. Mm-mm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that. Everyone plug in. If you want to, plug in where people can find you and we're out. Starting with Brandy Yates, Grantastic, Christopher J, so on. My name is Brandy Yates, like you just said. <laughs> I'm a certified life and relationship coach. Um, they have my information on the screen. I am on all platforms, so you can go to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, plug in Cochrane Relationships, and you should find me on there. Yes, and she would definitely be back on the show multiple times. We definitely got I love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Grantastic. Oh, so I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to lie. No, it's okay. Everyone, Mr. Grantastic, a.k.a. The Professor. You can see me on IG, Grantastic71. You already know, and I'm here on True Nation all the time. So you already know what it is. All the tizzine. All the tizzine. Go ahead. Yeah, and this is your boy, Christopher J. You can find me on Instagram, my unofficial MD. I'm a barber in the Glenburn, in the area. I'll travel if you need me can to. Can we show the pass real quick? Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right no, straight razor. Hold on, straight hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me play. Let me Straight rate, straight rates on the hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can have we can have some in depth in depth conversations. I can line up your hairline or I can line up the thoughts in your mind. You know. Wow, wow. So it's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that. We are eight minutes over what I said time wise. I'm sorry. So we're just gonna cut this. And um Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. Chew, chew. I'm working on that. You ain't gonna say goodbye at least? Oh, bye. It was wonderful. I am gonna put up a social media for this. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yes, I'm so, here. Um, I just want to say this was a great topic. We had a heater show. Um, be, be follow us on True Radio. Um, at all platforms at True Radio, especially on Instagram. We like to interact with people on Instagram. Go to our website, which is trueradio.net. Um, please go to YouTube, True Radio, subscribe, like, comment. True Radio is a network now. We will be having multiple shows going on uh, from the West Coast to the East Coast. We're going to try to start promoting the network in November, have the shows pumping in December. And the local shows pumping in January. This that's the vision for the goal for, for the goalposts that I've been moving forward and forward and forward. I'm gonna make it happen. Um shout out to Coach Stokes and everyone on the West Coast who uh supports. Uh shout out to Bronco. You know who you are, Crip Gang and Builder. Um I'm not a gang member, by the way. But anyway, um but he he, he does Crip in the right way. He doesn't aim guns at um our people. Um, he actually protects our people. That's community resistance and progress, progress. actually what it was started for. But anyway, Preach. it's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that. And I just want to say thank you for the support. Like, share, comment, subscribe to the channel. Deuces! <laughs>